hey, welcome back. I mean, it's been a long, long time. I mean, the only thing I can say is that Snake Way is really damn long. You know, Goku made it look pretty easy. But, you know, I'm telling you, it's going to take most people a long time to get here. But, hey, I'm streaming live from King Kai's planet. And let me see if I can get a hold of my co-host. See where Amy's at. Amy, you there? Hello, hello. Hello. Good. Reception is good here on the Kai planet. I'm, I'm very excited. It's been a while. It so has been. What have you been. been up to? Um, well, besides, you know, apparently traveling down Snake Way has been pretty bad. I mean, I don't know, pretty bad, but pretty busy. Uh, let's see. I got a new job, which required me to move across the state, which we live in. Yep. So that was fun, yeah. and then been living with in-laws for a long time, so really no privacy. But now, I got a house. I feel the so. need to apologize for that. Yeah, you know, they're not too bad. They're fine. It's just that you know, having a, my own place would be a lot better to do stuff like this, especially without people being like, "What? What are you doing? What are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing." Yeah. But. Uh, I also have had an eventful uh, past few months. What have you been doing? uh, Well, I also started a new job, and then three and a half weeks ago, had a child. You had another baby? My God. Yeah, yeah, it's been a busy few weeks. But I'm excited to get back to, you know, actual life. That's good. I mean... Uh, So what are we doing tonight? um, Well... Originally, we had planned to do this in October, and it's now yeah. February 1st as we were recording this, so we we're a couple months behind, but I still think people should be a little bit excited. You know, this show is called Believe It Plus Ultra, and so, you know, we gotta get that plus in there, you know, what's that plus? And so, me and you have been talking, you know, me and you have played a few RPG games over the course of a couple of years that we've known each other. And so yes. we thought we'd do some Dungeons and Dragons, you know, mix it up a little bit. Food, food. Yup. I am a D and D fan. I am as well. You actually are the one that got me into RPGs and stuff. I, I believe it was a trade-off. Something about I would learn Magic: The Gathering if you played D and D. Um, <laughs> I did know a little bit about that, so yeah, playing some card games with you. That was fun, and then we went from magic to doing all kinds of stuff. We did. Alright, um, so we are playing the campaign Death House, which is a optional um, intro to the campaign Curse of Strahd. Um, depending on how this goes, we may continue on doing um, more of the campaign uh, interspersed with our anime talk. Um and I am going to run uh, the Game Master, and you are our player character. Um, it has been modified a little bit to make this a one-player with companions instead of a multiplayer for those who play D&D. There are some uh, modifications we've taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, anything else we need to talk about before we get into it? Um, all I know is that I'm ready to kick ass and take names in this campaign okay and i'm assuming i've Um, never played death house before but i'm going to assume there's lots of death i well yes it sounds (laughs) ominous there's at least lots of potential for death okay so potential death all around me that sounds great i'm I'm, i'm excited Alright, um, so you, I believe, uh, your name is Elron, is correct? It is. Alright, um, Elron, um, uh, Surik, Elron Surik. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And you live on the continent of Faerun, as does generally everyone in traditional D&D. Faerun, let's um, go. And, yes, um, and you are a, uh, paladin, I believe? I am. Yep. Um, so you are traveling um, on a sacred mission from your god. We can find out more about that later. Uh, and you're heading towards Neverwinter. 
Uh, now, for those who are not familiar with the map of Faerun, uh, just to the um, east of Neverwinter, there is a big forest called Neverwinter Wood. Okay. Um, as you are about halfway through Neverwinter Wood, uh, night falls. You are proficient with setting up camp. You've got enough supplies to sit down and eat. You make a fire and set up camp and are you know, ready to spend the night in the woods. You are used to traveling, so this is, this is very normal. Um, about an hour or so after you settle down, um, you hear a uh, disturbance in the woods. Um, so you're, you know, ready, but people, this is a traveled area, so you're not assuming attack, you're, you know, waiting to see what happens, but you are ready. Um, and out lumbers a human, um, he is, uh, grizzled, older, um, probably in his, uh, late fifties, he looks like a pretty seasoned, um, veteran. He is carrying a um, bow and quiver on his back, um, and you can tell that he is walking with a limp as if he had sustained an injury in the past. Um, what do you do? Hmm. Old man, what are you doing here? Mm. Hail and well met, traveler. Do you, do you have room at your fire for an extra for the night? I usually don't bother with you guys, with you humans, but you seem that you are seasoned and you might have at least somewhat of a intellect I might be able to at least get some kind of information from. So I guess you can hang around if you'd like. Uh, elves, you guys are all so high and mighty. I am, I, I am a high so elf. So, you, you know what would uh, tamper you down, Mr. Elf? Have a sip of this. And he tosses you a uh, well-worn-in um, wineskin. Um, you pop it open, take a sip, sniff. You can tell this is moonshine of the highest order. Like, 99 proof, this is going to get you toe up. <laughs> uh. What do you do? Well, you said I already took a sip? Uh, well, no, you smelled it. Okay. You wanted to see what was in it. I first, well, I do a perception check to see if I can detect if there's any ill will in this potential drink. Alright, give me a roll. Okay, starting off great. It's an eight. It's an eight. Um, other than a super high alcoholic content, which hits you like a ton of bricks when you take a sniff, uh, you're pretty sure that this is, other than getting drunk, this isn't going to hurt you. I'm going to take a sip of it. Dang, uh, this is some please, good stuff right here. Uh, would you give me, please, a constitution roll? A constitution roll. I can. Yep. Okay, that will be an 18. Plus okay, one, you, 19. You, you hold your liquor real well. Uh, you could probably have um, a quarter of what's in this wine skin with no problem. If you go over that, we're going to have to do another constitution roll kind of keep me appraised on how many sips you take okay so i took a sip and then i'm gonna talk i'm gonna uh steal it back up and toss it back to the guy what's All your right. name um uh killian what's your name my name is elron elron shurik uh, yeah he, uh, he takes a sip and he says killian great flower uh you your armor is pretty is pretty there high elf uh what do you do what do I do? Well, you know, besides just, you know, doing whatever I think would be beneficial to the world, you know, I'm, I'm on my own for now. Hey, but I am doing what I can to serve my, my goddess. Mm -hmm. Goddess, huh? What, and which, which goddess are you serving? The one and only, the one that anyone should pray to. Mistra. Ah, that's one of them elven goddesses. I I go to the temple, I drop a silver in every once in a while when I have it, but I ain't never seen much use for the gods. Then 
you have not received any blessings apparently in your life. Uh, well, after the war, you you know the war, of course, the the one with the goblins. I was I was a corporal. I was pretty high up in charge of the the ranged archer corps, and and then I uh, I took me three different arrows to the leg in the same time. I ain't been able to walk right since. Wow! I if there was a god around here, it, maybe they'd have saved my leg. You took. Three arrows to the same leg at the same time. Yep. That's that's pretty unlucky. Moves very slow. Maybe you should give him more money and praise to the gods. Well, maybe if I had a, but... Alright, so the two of you talk, you know, into the night. You get to know each other a little bit. You kind of exchange stories. um, And... As uh, you're bedding down for the night, a, a fog is rolling in. This is this is pretty normal in this area. Uh, it is you're moving um, towards Neverwinter, uh, so you're in the middle of like a hot and cold area. Fog is kind of uh, normal around here, so neither of you think much of it. Um, you bed down for the night, and uh, when you wake up, your internal clock tells you it should be about 6 a.m. Um, but you are completely surrounded in fog. You can see the banked fire. You can make out the form of your companion, uh, but you are well entrenched in the fog. What do you do? Let's see. What I'll do first is I'm going to stand. I'm going to just try and proceed before I move anywhere, make sure there is no one else around in my immediate area besides the old man. Okay. So I'm going to do a perception check. See if I can see anything. Nope. I got myself a five. Um, nope. It can't see anything. I mean, trees, kind of. You can see the banked fire form of the old man. That's it. What you get? What you got is what you got. Okay. I'm gonna yell to the old man. Old man, do you have any? Have you been in these woods before? Is this something common? I mean, I've been around, and you know, fog isn't usually as thick as this. Uh, he kind of sits up, scratches his head, looks around, and goes, "Well, golly, this is this is something." Uh, we ain't where we were last night. What do you mean? And the fire's uh, right there, and here's my bed that, you know, I set yeah. up to be comfortable. Yeah, yeah, buddy. This, these trees, these, these are juniper trees, and we were in the middle of pines. Huh. Um, we're not where we were last night. Um, give me a investigation check. Investigation. Okay. Ten plus... That'll be a ten. A ten. Alright. You eventually uh, find around the area some um, blood-covered sticks, stones, um, objects laid in kind of a perfect circle surrounding you guys. Um, Y'all have been... Uh, have slept the night in a face circle. Um, give me um, uh, what's the knowledge one? Um, checks, 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 checks. Wisdom. Give me a um, wisdom or arcana. Wisdom or arcana. Okay. Uh, you could do a religion if you get. You probably have a higher religion. Yep. Let's see here. I got myself a big old four. Yeah, you pointed out to the old man, but you have no idea what it is. Um, luckily, being a ranger, he recognizes this as a fey circle. And while he has no idea of how it's created or how you break it, he is aware of the legends. Um, and it is his firm belief that you have been transported to another realm. That you guys are not in Faerun anymore. So, we're in a different realm now. 
And yep. you, do you have any idea of where this is? Like, is this a particular realm that maybe you know from the legends that this usually happens? I don't, I don't know. I don't know none of that. Just, just talk. Uh, I, I propose that you and I travel together until we figure out what's going on. I also agree with you, but I have one suggestion. Is that if we're going to team up, and this fog is very thick, and we can barely see, I think that we should tie rope around each other, so we don't lose track of one another. Um, he he kind of agrees to that. He tosses you a uh, one edge of a rope, and he says, "Why don't you just hold this in, and I'll hold this in." Okay. Um, and congratulations, uh, having agreed to team up with Killian, you have now received him as a companion. Um, so the way companions are going to work in this is you can give him broad orders. For example, um, uh, watch my back and he will make sure you don't get attacked or, um, attack, attack the big guy and he'll aim for that character or I'll take the boss and you take the minions or whatever. So you can give him broad orders and he will follow those orders. Um, he is going to level as you level. Okay. Um, so currently he is a level one. Um, he is a ranger. Um, his strengths are um, constitution and wisdom. Um, so I will shoot you his character sheet so you can look at it. Okay, cool. Um, but from from this point on, he is a, uh, a companion for you. Sweet. Elron and Killian. Let's go. Let's see. Which way would you like to walk? Because I don't think it really matters at this point since we have no idea where we where we are. Yeah. Um take a direction, north, south, east, west. Let's go north. Why not? Alright. Um, so you guys head north and you uh, we walk uh, until, you know, up in the day, uh, you guys uh, woke up around 10, uh, and it's now probably, um, or you woke up around 6, it's now probably around 10. And um, you guys uh, come out of the fog. Um, you, the fog leaves as you guys exit the woods. Okay. And you are now in a rolling plain um, of kind of... You know, an open meadow. Okay. Uh, and you can see, in, not super far away, but um, maybe a eight, ten minute walk. Uh, you can see a uh, like a old uh, stone fence um, with a gate in it. Okay. Well, I mean, this looks like it's the only kind of settlement in the area. I guess we should head there. What do you think, old man? Um, sounds good. Let's, let's head that way. Okay. He said it's like an 8 to 10 minute walk. Yeah. Um, I guess, um, I'm going to do, as we're walking that way, I'm going to just try and look around and see if I can see anything of note. Or recognize anything, just trying to get an idea of maybe where I am. Okay. Um, give me a. That's probably insider investigation. No, that's definitely investigation. Insight is understanding people. So, investigation? Yeah. Okay, I got a 12. Or perception. Perception would work if, you're high, if you have a higher perception. Perception, that'll be a 15. You should have his sheet now. I do. Okay. Um, all right, so 15, um, you are very aware that where you are is nowhere in Faerun that you know. You've traveled enough of Faerun to know that uh, having headed north, you should be able to see the outskirts of Neverwinter from here, and this is this is not this is not a city. Okay. Um you had hoped to end up on the high road, but you're not even in a road. This is, uh, other than being somewhere you don't know. Okay. So just 
meadow, wilderness, no other kind of settlements around me, just this how this fence I'm approaching. Yep. Okay. So I guess we'll walk all the way to the fence. Um, as you get to the fence, um, the gate opens onto a gravel road that leads down to what looks like a deserted village. Um, there are several houses. They're old, decrepit. Um, they look uh, run down. Um, there is a graveyard with uh, big, um, you know, monumental tombstones in it. Um, and in and among them are some shops. They're all closed down. There's a tavern. It is clearly abandoned. Um, and, but you can hear a, a really soft sound um, that is uh, almost like a, a crying or a, a, a mewling. And um, it's, it's the only thing, only sign of life in this otherwise deserted area. Yeah. Um, first place, I mean, I think I'm going to try and see if I can try and figure out where that sound is coming from. In particular, before I do any other building checks, because it's really the only sound I hear. Yep, um, and so you do. Um, and you walk around the corner, and you see these guys. What the hell are um, these things? Uh, these. This is a um, little boy. Um, you would estimate, you're not super great with children but you would estimate he's probably about three or four um and a older girl um again not super great with children but you would estimate she's probably somewhere between eight and ten um the little boy is uh crying he's sobbing but it's it's quiet the sister's trying to keep him um trying to keep him quiet um they startle when they see you and she pushes the little boy behind her real quickly and is like looking at you afraid. Yeah. And so they they look exactly how you sent it to me, right? They're like the little they're like um so they got black hair and like purple bluish skin. Uh yeah, like um not not blue in the way that like um uh, dark elves are blue. Um, okay. But um, dusky and uh, like a unhealthy white power. Okay. I uh, they do not look healthy. Okay. I don't draw my sword, but I have my I have at least one of my hands on it, and okay. I. Now, where do you carry your sword? Is this like Witcher style on your back? Or is it a waist thing? It is definitely Witcher style. I have it on my back. It's a great sword. Nice. Yep, so it is on my back. So I, I have my right hand back ready to pull on it. But um, before I even, like I said, I'm not pulling it out yet. I'm going to ask you to see if they respond to me. Um, what's going on here? Um, what, what is this town's name? I'm not gonna hurt you unless you, you. I'm not gonna hurt you unless you give me a reason to. I uh, I pull I I stop reaching for my sword, but I do have technically a, a dagger on my belt if I needed to. But I slowly approach them. Just tell me, you know, she, are you the only people here? Where where are some adults? Okay, where is your house? What direction? Um, she points kind of behind her, um, and you see one of the old, decrepit, rundown houses. Um, looks kind of like this. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, it is. Um, the windows are kind of um, 
fogged, cracked. It is um, run down. It does not look like this house should be lived in. The monster's still there, even though the house does not look great. See. Killian. If you want more than mom is gone and um, monster in the house, you're going to have to calm the, these kids down. Just FYI. Okay. Killian, do you have any experience with children? As I'm not really having um, the best de- uh, time right now. Alright. Uh, he very slowly, he takes his bow off, he puts his uh, quiver down on the ground, and he kind of gets down uh, about 10 feet away from the little girl, but on her level, and um, starts coaxing her towards him and asks her name. She, he finds out that uh, her name is Rose and the little boy's name is Thorn. Um, the little boy does not speak. Um, he He's old enough he should be able to talk, but he doesn't. Um, the girl um, does warm up to Killian and and kind of comes towards him. Um, he kind of reminds people of everybody's hard rancher uh, grandfather. Okay. He's he's a he's a old age John Wayne kind of character. Yeah. Killian, do you know what type of beings these guys are? Have you ever seen anyone like this before? He looks up at you and he, he says in Elvish, um, I'm assuming you speak Elvish because he does. I do. Uh, and he wants to be able to talk to you without the kids understanding. Um, mm-hmm. He says they they look they look human, um, but this this skin tone, um, I mm, he says a word that you would translate in English to. Um, uh, race or ghost ghost yeah it's let me ask you is it is it daytime uh yeah it's probably about noon uh maybe a little, little let's see 10 o'clock you came out of the woods you about eight ten minutes let's say let's call it ten forty-five. yeah um also is it sunny out um, not direct sunlight, um, but, you know, overcast. Okay, so partly cloudy, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything here looks really gloomy, depressing. Yeah. Uh, and the weather, the weather is gloomy and depressing, too. Okay. Killian, ask the kids if the monster attacked other houses before they went after their family house. Uh, okay. Um, he uh, begins to uh, get Rose to tell them the story, and you learn that the children have never seen the monster. Um, they hear it. Uh, it lives in their basement and howls and um, rages. Um, Mom and Dad left them at the house to go to a, a meeting, and you find out their parents' names are Gustav and uh, Elizabeth Durst. Um, and that uh, they, the kids, the, the two kids wanted to bring their little brother, uh, the baby, with them out, but um, they couldn't couldn't get into his room. Um, and they're they're terrified that the monster is going to get the baby, but they won't return into the house because they're afraid of the monster. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and that is that is everything as Rose understands it. Okay. She is about eight, so. Okay, so I'm going to, I guess, continue speaking in Elvish him just to see. Um, make sure that he don't try and catch on to what we're saying, I guess. Um, should, um, I guess I'm going to do, I think we should look around some of the other houses first. He, I, he's like, I know these two are kids, but like you said, like I think there's something up with these two, and so maybe we should look around before... We even think about going into the place they want us to go. Okay. Um, so uh, near you, in and around this area, uh, there's the house that they pointed to with the gated portico and the rusty gates that are ajar, windows and everything darkened and boarded up. 
Um, it is quite clearly the nicest house in this area, um, but it has seen better days. Uh, near it are several other houses that you passed on the way in. Again, boarded up, um, a tavern, boarded up, and a what looked to have once been a general store. Killian uh, says again um, that this is a ghost town. Um, He clearly believes that these kids are apparitions of some sort. Um, Yeah, that's a I'm poltergeist ghosts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and so I'm going to do talking to him, Elvish. I'll be like, you should see if you can touch their arm and see if you go through it. Um, he, uh, kind of makes a motion to Rosenthorn. They come to them. They are corporeal. He is able to, to touch and hold them. Hmm. Okay. Um, um, this, this kind of seems to surprise him. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, um, I would like to first, uh, go into the general store. See if we can get into that before we go into the house. Okay. Um, it's easy to kick down into. Uh, why don't you give me a... Um, uh, what the search? Um, in, investigation. Give me an investigation. We'll see if you find anything useful. Let's see your investigation. Got myself a, a three. Doing great. Uh, there is nothing useful here. This store is like it's it's uh, rotted food. There's some um, moth-eaten clothes with holes in them. Um, just nothing, nothing that looks at all useful. Hmm. Okay. So nothing in here, Killian. I'm thinking that we'll go into the tavern. And if we can't find anything in the tavern. Then I think we might go and see what these go. You can, your companion, uh, give him a task, and when you finish your task, his task will be done, and I will simply roll to see if he did anything useful. Okay. Um, then, so while well, do... if you conquer, you can have him... Okay. You can have, send him and do stuff. See here. See, um, I'm going so to go into, into the tavern. While you do the store and tavern. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna go to the tavern by myself, and then I want him to okay. check the houses surrounding the house they want us to go into, okay. and see if the monster attacked those houses first or anything. See if they left any signs. We'll do. Um, go ahead and let's uh, play your uh, moving into the the tavern, and I'll let you know what uh what he did. Okay. Um, I'm assuming the kids go with him. Um, or they you, stay. You can make that assumption. We'll find out what happens when uh, when you get back. Okay. Okay. Hey, so um, you uh, said that the tavern's all boarded up, so I have to try and break down the door again. Eh, nah. It, it's it's old wood. It's okay. Easy to to pop out. This is not something that you're gonna. You're gonna struggle with. Okay, so um, I go right through the front door of the tavern. Yep. You open it up. Give me, give me a roll. Let's see what you find. <laughs> oh, I got myself a two. Um, there are broken bottles and um, broken glasses in here. Uh, a couple of the tables are intact, but. By and large, this again is a gigantic miss. Okay. Um, I guess even though I got a two, can I see if I can find one thing in particular? Um, sure. Um, uh, I would like to see if I can find salt behind the bar. Okay. Um, give me a... Uh, let's make it a 50-50 roll. You get 10 or better and you find it. Okay. I got 19. Woo woo. Yeah, you you have found salt. Woo woo. I'm going to put my salts right in my bag. All right. Um, so you now have salt. Uh, do you head back and meet up with uh, Killian? Yeah, I'm going to walk out into the middle. I'm assuming that where we met Rose and Thorn, it was like kind of like in the middle of the street 
near where their house is, I'm assuming? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go to where we were before talking to them. So, uh, Killian is there. Um, he has had better luck than you. That's great. Um, he has found a silver dagger, um, about uh, a couple of uh, jewelry that would be the equivalent of maybe 50 gold coins if uh, sold. Um, and also, what he is terrified to discover is a wine bottle full of blood. Oh, that's... That's good. I mean, they always say, you know, some people prefer red, but, you know, I don't think that they're talking about that kind of red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you find any kind of signs of any kind of attacks or anything, Killian? Uh, no, 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 no. This place is a scary, scary ghost town, and he sticks the silver dagger into his belt, uh, and tosses the wine bottle of blood over his shoulder where it crashes into um, one of the buildings and busts. There's now a blood spot on um, not the house you want to go into, but um, the tavern. Okay. Yeah. He, he kind of does that oops, shoulder kind of uh, didn't really mean to do that. <laughs> I kind of want to look at the two kids and see if they have any reaction to the bottle of wine. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Dang. So. Yeah. Um, give me a give me a perception check. Okay. Yeah. Because if they're gone, I mean, I'm just going to talk with them while I do this. You know, I was really surprised that you could touch them. Actually, you said that you thought they were ghosts. You know. If they're not ghosts, yeah, I think there's some. Too. Yeah, I'm thinking that there's some type of undead or something. It's just from their skin color. I rolled a ten. Uh, the sun is, is out, so it can't it can't be vampires. And they weren't cold like zombies. Zombies don't talk. I, I don't know. This ain't this ain't any kind of undead I've ever seen. Um, with a ten, you notice that the fog from earlier has is starting to creep up on you. Okay. Um. You can no longer see any of the meadow or uh, the uh, wall that you guys came through. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's moving pretty quickly towards you. You know, I mean, as fog moves. Yeah. Um, but it's coming up the road. Hmm. Well, it's like the fog's coming in. Um, I guess you should probably take shelter somewhere. Yeah, uh, we going monster hunting there, bud? I think so, I mean, right now, I mean, if we go out into the woods, and, I mean, they say there's some kind of monster, I mean, that could attack us from any direction or whatever, because, I mean, it seems like we're, we're really the only things around here, besides those two random, probably, I don't even know what you want to call them, those kids. So, I mean, if there is a real monster around here, I'd rather have a area where I know it's going to be, rather than, you know, Anywhere in the woods. Yeah, there, there's no signs of attack. There's no claw marks. It's it's like it's like everybody just moved out. Hmm. Weird. It is weird, but I guess I mean, even though I mean they haven't really, you know, we don't have no kind of claim to them. But I mean, it'll be pretty messed up just to leave those two kids by themselves. Uh, with a, I guess, monster around. So I guess we should at least see what's going on in this house over here. Alright. After you, Mr. High and Mighty Elf. Yup. I'm just gonna, you know, this is all my area. I mean, I might as well just say this is my town now. I mean, no, there's no one else around. So let's go. You're, you're, you're claiming the town. Yes, I am. And you guys walk towards the house. Um, the house is surrounded by a wrought iron gate. Uh, it hinges on one side. There's a lock to be able to secure the gate shut, but it is um, clearly rusted and broken. Um, it shrieks like a loud squeak when you, you push it open. Um, there are oil lamps hanging uh, from the portico. They are dry and empty. They're unlit. Um, you going in? 
I am. I'm going to walk on through the gate and walk towards the actual front door of the house. Yep. Um, as you enter, hanging on the south wall of the foyer, there is a shield with a coat of arms. Um, it is flanked by um, two portraits. Uh, they're framed up in um, clearly nice but old and uncared for uh, mahogany wood. Um, there are two mahogany doors, a double door leading into the main area. These doors are shut. Uh, they have some um, stained glass uh, panes in them with images, but it's hard to see because they are um, old and like dusty. Okay. And so um, when you said that it was a shield, information by investigating. when you yeah. said it was a shield, there's a shield, is it like an actual shield or is it just like, you know, a coat of arms like that you hang out like on your wall or whatever? Um, Should I give do it? Me- Kind of a weapons check. What's a good weapons check? Um, let's do history. History. Yep, I got myself an eleven. Eleven. All right. Um, so you walk up and you see that on this um, shield there is a stylized golden windmill um, on a field of red with two lions um, rampart. Uh, on either side um, and it is a uh, it, it, it could be used but it's clearly not intended to be a practical used shield nothing that's artistic is intended to to use but it's, it's well made um, so if you wanted to try to use it I mean you, you could but you're not sure how well it would hold up it's clearly meant to be art instead of Armor. Yeah, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that and I'm going to mount it in some kind of way onto my back. So it's like a back shield. Uh, okay, uh, let's... Okay, that's fine. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> thought I looked the part. I thought I looked the part, Killian, you know. I'm going to go into this house. You know, I thought I'd wear at least a seal show that I'm a friendly person. We were invited. Uh, he, he he looks at you and snorts and walks over to um, to the two pictures. Um, there is um, there's a old portrait, portraiture style where no one smiles, where they have no expression. You know, like the... Um, 1920s photography yeah. kind of uh-huh. thing. These are paintings. Um, one is a very sober-looking uh, man with beard, um, black hair. He uh, does have the same coloring that the kids did, um, although he does not look very much like them. Um, the other is a... Uh, what could be a very beautiful woman if she had an expression on her face she looks absent you know you look at people and there's just there's nothing there uh-huh uh she she could be very pretty but she is clearly the, the portrait portrays her as being not there um and she also has the same coloring as the children and does look like what perhaps rose would look like 20 years when you saw her okay why so serious, right? Yeah. Right, Killian? These aren't Harry Potter portraits. They're not going to talk to you. <laughs> they, they, look, uh, they look very similar. I mean, I'm guessing those are the parents or somebody important to these kids. Yeah. You ready to go through the door? Uh, if you are walking through the door, you walk into this floor. Um, you can uh, ask what the numbers mean, and I will I will tell you. Okay, I'm assuming one A is right at the porch area that I just. Uh, yep. Okay. One um, A is the portico outside the little porch thing where there the wrought iron gate was. Okay. You've gone through the doors, you are in one B. This is where you got the shield. Okay. So one B is kind of like a welcoming area, kind of. Yeah, for you. Okay. So, yeah. You ready to go into the real house? I'm thinking 
who wants to I'll, I'll go first i'll you know i'm i'm the high elf around here i'll i'll go first you know make sure everybody knows what's, what's up this is my town like i said now all right um, so i'm just so gonna walk go straight in. through the doors um you go into the main hall um this area is really really wide runs the length of the house there are several doors leading off to it all of them are closed um, mounted above the fireplace at the far end of the room, there is a uh, long sword. Um, again, it's got this uh, windmill motif mounted into it. Um, the walls are wood paneled. It's very ornate looking. Um, this room, unlike the past one, is not uh, old looking. It's not covered up. Um, it looks pristine. It looks like someone cleaned it this morning. Um, all over the room, there are uh, living flowers in vases. Um, there are uh, beautiful wallpaper covered with um, nymphs and satyrs that are dancing around in uh, scenes of nature. Um, this is this is not the room that you expected to walk into because it does not match the town and it does not match the entrance hall. So, I love the town was weird before. Now it's even weirder because, you know, this should not be the way it is right now. It's way too nice in here. Yeah. Um, Especially for you lowly humans. You want to give me a perception? I will. Perception check. Okay, let's see here. Perception. I got 17. So you kind of walk over to the wallpaper and you notice that from a distance, this looks like nymphs and satyrs dancing in nature. But the, what you thought in the past was vines is clearly serpents. And all of the uh, creatures in this wallpaper are very clearly dead. They are skeletal. There uh, are gaping wounds showing on some of them. It's not something you would notice until you started like inspecting the wallpaper, but this is perhaps the most macabre scene you've looked at in your whole life. Um, these are dead creatures dancing with serpents in some kind of hellish scene. Yeah, um, Killian, I th I think we kind of uh, fucked up here because this this place is uh is a little freaky. Uh, he he's uh, staring at, at a um, at a wolf um, that is clearly staring back at him. Um, but upon investigation, when you see what he's looking at, this is a taxidermied wolf, but it is the most lifelike thing you've ever seen. Like it looks like there is a snarling about to attack wolf uh, in the corner of this room. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen um, uh, Never Ending Story? I have. You know when he looks at the painting of the wolf and then he turns around and the wolf is there and it takes him a minute to realize it? Yeah. It's like that. Oh. like that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Killian, you, you, what are you trying to do over there, man? You trying to make out with it? Why are you getting so close to that thing? Uh, he He shoots it. Like, he just grabs that arrow, Legolas-style, shoots that sucker right through the face, and it falls over, doesn't doesn't move. It is taxidermied, but he's like, ugh. I mean... Sorry, that's, a, that's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I, I mean, Ooh. it's pretty... They did a really good job on it, but, I mean, I didn't think you really needed to shoot it in the face. I mean, it already died. I don't think you had to kill it again. Uh. You always shoot it again. Okay. You always shoot it again. Hey. You always shoot it. Shoot it as many times as many times as you have arrows. He says he walks over, puts his foot on the thing's face, and pulls the arrow out and puts it back in his uh, back in his quiver. <laughs> so, looking around the room, I mean, obviously without doing any more perception checks or anything like that, I see the fireplace, the wallpaper, like you said. Um, I also see like the stairs. Are the stairs that I see, are they going only up? Are they down? Like they, yes, they go up. They um, go up. It's, okay. It's a double grand staircase going up. Yep. 
Okay. So it's just going up. Okay. Um, what I'd like to do before I do go anywhere else is I want to grab that sword. Um, and so you do. Um, you have a long sword. Cool. Um, and now I got two long like swords. This is um, decorative. Okay. Uh, you could probably use it, but it is intended to be art. Okay. I'm going to put it on my back with my other sword and have like a big X going on. Have X on, have the uh, X going with the big shields over top of them. I'm looking super badass. I'm ready to go. Uh, while, while you were doing this, you hear a king. Uh, you turn around, Killian has shot the wolf again. Uh, he looks at you and goes, you always shoot him again. Okay, I mean, I guess so, but again, it, it's already dead. You're just shooting a stuffed animal right now. Elrond, we talked to ghost kids in a ghost town who disappeared, and then we came into a house after a monster. This house is wrong. I'm shooting everything. Oh, everything he twice. He and gets his arrows back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I gotta decide where we're going. Um, do I see that like there's like a little closet or something like that? That's what 2B is? Uh, 2B is a closet. Um, are you opening it? Uh, I am. I'm going to walk over okay. and see if maybe these are the stairs. To, this is how you get downstairs to the basement. Okay. Uh, this is a like a coat closet. Um, there are several um, black hooded um, robes in here. Um, they're they're pretty creepy robes. Uh, and then there's a like traditional um, magician's top hat. Uh, on the shelf. Hmm. Yeah. Now we got a bunch of robes in here. Yeah, this, this is getting like worse and worse as time goes on over here, Killian. I mean, we got some death going on on the wallpaper. The wolf that you keep shooting in the face. And now we got all these robes. So I'm thinking that there's something crazy going on here. Some kind of cult or something. When, when you say wolf you keep shooting in the face, he shoots it again. Um, and then goes and gets his arrow. Uh, and while he's over there, um, he goes ahead and opens the door to uh, room three. Okay. Um, goes, Jesus, and slams the door shut again. Um, what what Actually, was in there? He, he, he would call a different god. We'll, we'll call uh, Mistra. <laughs> slams <laughs> the door shut again. But... What was in there that you just closed that door? Wolves. Five those freaking wolves. Wolves. Wolves, wolves, wolves. This house is wrong. They've got wolves. And he turns and walks towards uh, the center of the room um, and uh, plops himself down on the bottom step and sits there. <laughs> okay, so there's more of those wolves in there in the in that other room, you said? Uh, well, you can go investigate. You didn't see it. He opened the door and slammed it back shut. Okay. Is the fire on? Uh, there is no fire in the fireplace. Hey, Killiam, how about this? Since you're just so terrified of these wolves. How about this? Why don't you start this fire? And we'll just burn all the wolves, because who cares? This is my town anyway. What are they going to do? Yeah, while he's doing that, I'm going to open the door to three and see what really freaked him out. See if he is really just that freaked out from these wolves. Right, um, this is a den, uh, like, a, like a men's smoking room or uh, office kind of area. Um, there are four of these wolves in here. Um, mounted on the wall, there are um, uh, three stag heads. Uh, very large stags. Um, there's also a huge drapery of a windmill. Um, two padded chairs uh, on the floor. There's uh, a bearskin rug. Um, 
chandelier of antlers hanging from the ceiling. Um, there's a couple of cabinets and a desk in here. Okay. And the wolves, were they the full body wolves just like the one in the other room? Or are they just like the heads? Yes, and they look very, very real. The, wolf, the wolves are the full-on wolves, and they're all in, like, attack positions, snarling. Okay. Like, these are very well done. Okay. Um, the, uh, the mounted uh, deer heads and the bearskin rug don't look alive in the way the wolves do. The wolves are scary looking. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over to the desk and see if there's anything okay. in the desk. Um, all right, give me a uh, dexterity check. Dexterity check. Let's see here. I got... 19. All right. Um, the desk pops open. Um, you find in it a um, stack of uh, cards and, and um, several pens, paper, writing utensils, uh, very desk-y things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a flask, silver flask. Oh, I'm going to open it and see if there's anything in it. Um, the silver flask is empty, but you are, it, it's very weighty. You think you could probably get, um, maybe 30 silver for it. Yeah, I'm going to pocket that for later. And so you do. Okay, you said that the only thing really in here besides the animals was this desk, right? Um, desk in a, like a cabinet. Cabinet. Okay, I'm going to then walk over to the cabinet and see if there's anything in there. Okay, um, give me another dexterity. Woo woo. 19 again. Um, it pops open. Um, inside there is a, uh, heavy crossbow, a light crossbow, and 20 bolts for each. Um, I will tell you, your friend Killian is proficient with um, ranged weapons. If you are not, he would be a good person to to give these to. Okay. Um, he, if uh, if you are proficient with them, I would choose whether you want the heavy or the light, and give him the other one. Um, main difference: heavy crossbow is going to deal a whole lot more damage, uh, but it's going to take you longer to fire. And you're going to have to get a higher hit to to hit. Um, whereas the light crossbow is not going to deal as much damage, but can fire significantly quicker. And these are crossbows, right? Yes. Okay, I'm not. I'm proficient in a short bow, not in a crossbow. So yeah, I will keep the light one for myself, and then I'll give him the heavy one since, you know... He is a ranger and all. He should be able to wield it better than I will. Alright. And I'm going to keep all the arrows for myself because I I, I I think that he already has ammo for his regular bow, so I'm assuming the same arrows can go in the crossbow. No. Crossbow arrows are very different. Okay, well I guess... The, the mechanism that fires them is, is different. Well, and I'm going to just... The crossbow can't fire the heavy bolts and the heavy bolts can't fire the, the light bolts. Okay. Then I'll keep what I need to keep, and then I'll give him the rest in a little bit. Okay. Um, about the time you're uh, popping open this um, this cabinet, um, you get this awful, like, charred meat chemical smell. Uh, you you think perhaps Killian is burning a wolf? Sounds right. Sounds like he burned that. He started to burn that one for sure. Okay, so yeah, that, that that feels right. <laughs> it feels right. Feels right. All right, yeah. so um, I'll be nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab one of the wolves and bring it out for him, so he doesn't have to come and grab all of them. Um. Okay. So you're grabbing one of the wolves. Yeah, I'm gonna grab the one nearest to the cabinet, whatever one that is. Um, I would like for you to give me a, uh, acrobatics check. Okay, acrobatics, let's see here. Would that also be athletics, or is that something different? Nope, that's different. Okay, so that will be an 11. An 11, uh, yeah, that's not high enough. Um, you take, uh, 
uh, four points of damage as this wolf comes alive and starts struggling in your arms. Four points of damage, my God. Yep, yep. should have shot the wolf. Should have shot the wolf. Um, that is a surprise uh, round for the wolf. Um, we are now in initiative. That is not good. Okay, I guess I'm rolling for initiative, right? Yep. Okay, I rolled an 11. Yeah, so the wolf rolled a 2, so you, you are going to get to react before he goes again. Okay, I'm going to use my longsword, and I am using two-handed... Yeah. Alright, uh, give me an attack roll. I did a seven. Uh, that is not enough to hit a wolf. Oh, no. Um, and I have super bad news. Oh, no. I have a crying baby. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, we probably can finish uh, the combat with this wolf, and then I think Sam's going to have to tap out. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so the wolf goes, and do is your DC lower than twelve? It is not. Okay. Um. So the wolf tries to bite you. He gets a good old grip on your armor. Um. And you shrug it off. You're you're go. Or you could yell for Killian. So yelling for him would count as my whole turn. Um, no, we would, I would let you do that as a bonus action. You could attack the wolf and scream at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Killian to get in here, but I'm going to try and swing at him with my longsword again. Alright, um, Killian comes running. Uh, he appears at the door and he goes, I told you! Shoot the wolf! And he begins shooting the wolves that are not attacking you in the face. Uh, you're gonna hit a, hit the... Try to hit the wolf with your sword? Yep, I rolled a 14. 14. 14 will hit a wolf. Um, you come down hard on this wolf's head where he's got a hold of your armor, uh, and directly between the eyes with the pommel of your sword, you just crush this wolf's skull, and he uh, he falls. Um, these wolves are minions. Yeah. Uh, for you and those who don't know what minions are, they have exactly one hit point. Any hit will kill them, oh, okay. um, but they will attack until you succeed in hitting them. Um, hence why the moment Killian shot the wolf, it never came alive. Okay. Um, he has dispatched in the time you were dealing with the one that you uh, activated, he has dispatched the other three that are in the room. They are laying down with multiple arrows in each of them. Okay. Um, you, you have successfully killed the wolves. Yay! We killed the wolves. Yeah. All right. Um, we are going to leave you and Killian in uh, the den of wolves. Sounds good. We can leave off there for now. But, yep, we are in the den of wolves, and we are going to burn all these wolves. All of them. Yeah, we are burning the wolves. And we're going to burn the deer, the bearskin rug, the antlers... We're going to burn everything. We, we, we are going to burn everything. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Hopefully not, um, you know, four months before we do this again. Um, hopefully, like, maybe a week. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are definitely not going to be disappearing like we did last time. Like I said, a lot of crap is going on, but our lives are a little bit... More stable now. Yes. Um, also, for you and those who are unfamiliar with the Curse of Strahd campaign, um, unlike traditional D&D, it is not a, a um, XP level up related, so you're not looking to get a specific amount of XP. It is a milestone thing. So when you achieve certain goals, you get a level when you achieve those goals. Um, so one of the... Um, the things here in this house um you can end this house depending on how you play at anywhere from a level three to a level four because there are several milestones that you can achieve while you're in the house okay so, um some of them you have to achieve you can't move forward without figuring it out others are um optional you that you can bypass so like i said you could could end anywhere from a three to a four 
um, depending on how you you play the campaign. Okay. Um, but. Cool. But thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And make sure you tell your friends about us. Spread the word. I mean, a bunch of you are still listening. I mean, we got only five episodes. This will be number six. And we have over 100-something downloads without, you know, really too much investing in marketing. So, I mean, if we just get word of mouth going, we'll we'll just keep on going. And let us know if you like this. If you like us doing some Dungeons & Dragons stuff, we will definitely keep on doing this in the future. Anything else to add, Amy? No. Look forward to playing again. See you guys later. And make sure you tune in next time to see if Elrond and Killian survive the house. Peace out. Peace out. Yeah.